This episode is brought to you by Abbott. Hi, we are back on day three of TCT 2019. We're here in Silicon Valley. Wearable's a hot issue, and we are here with two experts in the area, Samir Mehta and, of course, one of the engineers who works closely with Samir, uh, Francisco Fernandez. What's the evolution in terms of uh, monitoring through a wearable? Well, I Where have, we uh, well, over the last 20 years, all my work has been in STEMI interventions, and. Uh, I think in many ways we just give us give ourselves a, a false sense of comfort taking care of door to balloon times. Uh, you have to impact true ischemic time. Patients are still presenting two and a half, three hours with delayed symptoms. We need to find a device so that the patient can be empowered to detect his own STEMI, and that's where in, uh, there is an interventional cardiologist and the AI engineers. And I believe we have created a device that. Uh, uh, a patient can self-administer and the present artificial intelligence guided technology, we have a single lead ECG to detect MI and uh, with about a 92% accuracy. Well, one of the key things in artificial intelligence is the information that you use to train your device. So back in South America, you have an enormous database of these EKGs that were used to train the device. Tell us a little bit about the magnitude and scale of it. Right, so ITMS is the global leader in telemedicine. They've got something like 2,200 customers and a repository of 19 million annotated classified EKGs with almost half a million correlated angiographic cases of uh, EKG, of uh, angiograms. So, so you have the signal in a half a million people, and then you have the truth standard of is the artery closed. Exactly, and yes. uh, from there on, you need to create <coughs> protocols and algorithms and keep uh, improving them. So how does this work? We'll let Francisco show. Yes. Okay, doctor, this is a pretty standard Apple Watch, and uh, for, the, for the final user, it would be very easy. You just uh, enter to the EKG mode, Yes. Uh, on the watch, and um, in this case, is uh, I will have a register of uh, 30 seconds. Mm -hmm. It's because uh, all the, uh, the standard for the Apple Watch. Yeah, it's a standard for the Apple Watch. Yeah, time, yes. and uh, of course, this is because there, it's a main use is for arrhythmias. Okay, but uh, actually, the algorithm needs only a couple heartbeats, and that would be enough. So after having the 30 seconds of uh, my EKG rhythm. Then, as usual, you're not uh, having a STEMI yeah. based upon <laughs> the information goes to the uh, iPhone, which is pretty standard. And the new thing is that we can upload this uh, EKG to the cloud, where the algorithm is, and in less than five seconds, uh, you can get a response from the algorithm. In this case, thanks God, no I'm not having a hard duck. <laughs> We're 82% certain you're not it's, having a heart attack. That's good. Exactly. Well, you know, some of the more interesting publications recently have said, well, using artificial intelligence, just using a brief EKG, we can tell if you're a male or female. Exactly. We can tell if you've had a history of atrial fibrillation, not if you're in it right now, 
But this is the same kind of concept, a brief rhythm strip from a single lead, being able to tell you, are you having a stomach? The major difference might be detection of arrhythmia by artificial intelligence is exponentially easier. Mm -hmm. It is a mathematical calculation of the RR variability. When you're detecting a ST elevation and uh, 110 CPT codes, it is incrementally difficult to do it. And therein lies the experimentations over the last several years to create an algorithm which is now able to detect. Uh, at the moment, it's 92%. I think the system will continue to improve. And if we are able to add some demographic variables to it, mm. then I think uh, now the, the real question is, what's the value of this? Uh, I mean, uh, very nice uh, way to demonstrate and detect. Uh, we believe that uh, the biggest application of this will be for the poorer regions, the developing countries of the world, where this is a major problem. You have this technology, this could be put today, you, all you need is two conductive surfaces. We've been able to put it on a remote control, on a steering wheel of a car, mm. on a blood pressure instrument. This could be put on a 7-Eleven in Zambia. You're not feeling well, you go and touch this and it will detect a STEMI. Wow. In developing countries, uh, I mean, uh, our work in, uh, in Miami demonstrates we still have a two and a half to three hours delayed presentation. This device, with higher sensitivity and accuracy, can be incorporated with GPS technology that it could even summon and trigger the ambulance dispatch for you. Wow. So all these are possibilities. Wow, brave new world. Absolutely. Well, thanks for sharing with us. Thanks for coming by and joining us. And thanks Thank to you. all of you for joining us here live from TCT 2019.